Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day, Darren Mitchell here and welcome back to another episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. And guess what? Today is another Wednesday, another hump day here in the Macedon Ranges in Victoria. It is Wednesday the 21st of July 2021, freezing cold, middle of winter down here. Uh, For my Northern Hemisphere friends, you're probably sitting there thinking, oh my God, if only I can get some coolness because it's probably stinking hot where you are because you're in the middle of summer. But uh, because we're on the other side of the planet, it's uh, different, different seasons. Uh, so, uh, in this episode, I want to talk about some difficult conversations, and if you are a first-time listener, first of all, thank you very much for plugging in to the podcast. However you came across this podcast, I greatly appreciate it, and my hope for you is that there's something I share with you today that is going to help you on your quest to become an exceptional sales leader, and there's also something there for you to share with your team to help them actually make progress on in their development path as well. And of course, if you are a returning listener, I greatly appreciate you plugging in to the podcast, love getting feedback, whether it be via text, email, phone call, face-to-face, LinkedIn, or any other mechanism. I greatly appreciate the people listening in, and uh, it's why I do it. It's why I keep recording every single day, making sure that the message, hopefully, is is resonating. Hopefully, it's clear, but it's just me talking about topics that are front of mind, and today is no different. So uh, I trust that it's continuing to add value to you. And as a quick reminder, before we jump into today's topic, if you can do me a massive favor, and if you haven't subscribed or followed the podcast, please press subscribe or follow on the podcast platform you are listening to, and if you can do me a massive favor as well and rate the show and even leave a comment on what you love about the show or what sort of topics you'd like me to talk about, that would also be greatly appreciated, but particularly the rating of the show, irrespective of the rating, whether it be one, two, three, four, or hopefully five, uh, that will enable other people who dislike you looking for information, leadership, all things sales and sales leadership to more readily, more easily find the show on the various platforms. So that would be awesome if you're able to do that. So in today's episode, I want to talk about challenging conversations. Now, I just come off a a great three-hour mini workshop that I ran for a few organizations today, actually, on challenging and difficult conversations. And if there's one thing that uh, is common or is certain in leadership, whether you're a sales leader or any other form of leader, is that at some stage, you're going to have to deal with a very difficult and challenging individual, which will presuppose that you'll therefore have to have a very challenging and sometimes difficult conversation with them. Now, what's interesting is the number of people I talk to is if they will have, and sometimes this is irrespective of the type of personal style they have or the the type of behavior they have in terms of their behavior style, um, very often people would try to avoid having these conversations and they'd rather do anything else than deal with this particular person right here, right now. And the guys on the workshop this morning were no different. In fact, they were they were going out of their way to try and avoid having conversations with people who they knew they needed to have conversations with. Now, whether this be a team member, a peer, a direct report, a one-up leader, a senior leader, or God forbid, a customer, at some stage, we need to be able to get confident at leaning in and having these conversations. And I recorded a podcast a few weeks ago about just this very topic, leaning in, and having a level of confidence to be able to conduct these conversations when we need to conduct them. Because there's one thing that we need to do as leaders. At the time when we need to step up, we are expected 
to step up. And it's not about how we feel. It's about what needs to be done at that point in time to either rectify a situation or to pave the way for a situation to be changed, to pave the way for a solution to be created, and to pave the way for something to be created in terms of an opportunity either for the team or for individuals within the team. So the key message out of today's workshop was that, you know what guys, challenging conversations are going to be inevitable. So it's not that we're going to go out and search for them, actively look for them, but we have to know that part of our day-to-day operation as a leader, there will be times where we have to step forward and have the conversations that are perhaps a little bit outside of our comfort zone that may become a little bit uncomfortable, but no doubt they're gonna be inevitable. So we need to be able to learn how to do these effectively. Now, the key to this, and I want to share a couple of ideas around this and and talk from the perspective today in today's episode from the different types of people that you're going to be typically dealing with on a regular basis. And if you know your team really well, this will make a perfect level of sense because you know your team probably backwards, you know what makes them tick, you know how they like to communicate, but you also know how they like to be communicated with. And so this is a really important part. And and when it comes to any conversation, whether it be a difficult conversation or, or not, one of the first things we have to do is establish a frame of reference. Now, sometimes, as I said, the conversations are going to be inevitable and we cannot avoid them. So a frame of reference being established is a great way to enable us to, first of all, analyze what's about to happen and then look at things from a different perspective so that we can go in there, not necessarily one-dimensional, but we go in there with an open mind to then seek to understand first before we start to be understood And when we do that, we can actually get a much better outcome to most conversations. Not always, but in most cases, this this is the case. So one of the things we talked about today is this frame of reference in terms of, well, what is it? Well, it's pretty much, if you think about this, a frame of reference is a way in which we tend to put things into perspective. And often, it's the filter through which we analyze and judge, in some cases, other people. Now, it's made up of a whole stack of stuff. And it's made up of things like our beliefs, it's our values, any assumptions that we're making, the feelings and the emotions that we're feeling at that particular time we're about to have the conversation. It's the thinking we have, but it's also the biases we might actually bring into the conversation and what sort of stress levels we're experiencing at that particular time. And as a result of that, the frame of reference can end up being very, very personal. And what we've got to be conscious of is that we separate ourselves from the situation we're about to go into in terms of the conversation. And so we need to try and establish a frame of reference, which is a little bit impersonal, but suspend our thinking to to suspend our biases around that particular person so we can depersonalize it and start to reframe and see things from another perspective. And one of the key phrases that I use all the time, and I use it with these guys today in the the, uh, workshop, but I also use it with clients all the time, is seek to understand. Now, I've already already mentioned that in the podcast, and I'm going to mention it again because it's such, such an important concept. If we can seek to understand first, if we can understand why people are choosing to behave in a certain way, what might be driving them to choose to behave in a certain way, then we can develop a level of understanding that probably gives us an indication in terms of what sort of solution we can put in place or what questions we can ask, what sort of dialogue we can can then entertain in order to help this person get to a resolution and help us potentially influence this particular individual to get to an outcome. And in the process, you'd be amazed at how many what seems like difficult, challenging uh, conversations at the beginning, which you might be entering in with a level of trepidation, dare I, say, dare I say anxiety, can end up being a really fruitful conversation and on reflection, a very positive conversation. So the key thing here is to seek to understand first. And that's the key thing around establishing your frame of reference. 
Now, what's really interesting about all this is irrespective of whether you do all this, you're still going to be dealing with different types of people who will be seeing things from a different perspective. So you're going to have different personality types, which for many of us will make the conversation even more challenging, particularly if you're going to be dealing with somebody who is different to you, who doesn't see things the way you see them, who comes from a completely different frame of reference, and we can very easily uh, have interactions that are not conducive to win-win outcomes. And that's where arguments come in because we're not seeing things eye to eye or we're not necessarily moving towards understanding where they're coming from and therefore we can be very one-dimensional and that's not what we want to do. And so I want to take you through four different profile types. I'm not going to necessarily label them per se, but give you some descriptions in terms of these type of people and hopefully this will help you when it comes to the next difficult, challenging conversation you might be faced with that if you've got some of these people who are demonstrating some of these traits, then we need to actually adjust our style to better communicate with them so we're talking on the same wavelength, talking their language. And when that happens, all of a sudden, all of the barriers start to dissipate and many of them are completely removed. So the first style you're going to be dealing with is somebody who is a very, very big picture type person. They're very aspirational, very energetic. They might suffer from shiny thing syndrome and that is their attention span may be very limited. And so when it comes to people like this who make very quick decisions, they could be very intuitive they could be very expressive um, and quite, in some cases, appear quite aloof. When we have conversations with them that are going to be difficult, we've got to try and make sure we're focusing and continuing to focus on the big picture. Because this type of person is also very people-focused, when we're having a conversation with them, we've got to make sure that we're emphasizing any impact on people, whether that be themselves or even on their team. And in a two-way dialogue with this particular person, we've got to encourage ideas generation. So brainstorming is really important. We can't be very directive with this person because they need to engage in a two-way conversation. Now, what we need to avoid, though, with these people is we don't want to get caught up in unnecessary detail, and we certainly don't want to limit their freedom of speech because they are very expressive. They want to be held to account, first of all, but they also want to know that they can have a say and they can put their, their case forward as well. So having an interaction with this type of person, it needs to be two-way, and you need to be able to create space for them to have a highly engaged in conversation. So that's the first type of person. The second type you might be dealing with is somebody who is very, very team-oriented, almost to the exclusion of themselves. They are very, very focused on other people. They want to build rapport really quickly. They're very nurturing, very grounded, very calm. Uh, but they don't like conflict and they don't want to be involved in an argument because what they're looking for is harmonious environments. And so when you're having a difficult conversation with this particular person, we need to build rapport because rapport as a foundation is incredibly important to these individuals. We've also got to demonstrate that we are actively listening to what they're saying and then replaying back to them or rephrasing back to them what it is they've just said because they need to get a confirmation of what they've said is what we've heard so we are on the same wavelength. These kind of people love small talk as well. They want, to, they want to do things based on relationships and they want to avoid conflict as much as they possibly can. And they may actually put some strategies in place to avoid the conversation or to minimize the impact or the negative impact on any conversation. So uh, we have to be really conscious of this. So we need to be able to build rapport quickly. We need to be able to pour, re, build rapport genuinely as well as give them a bit of time, a bit of space to be able to process what has been said so they can then formulate a response. So when it comes to having conversation with these type of people, we've got to avoid rushing the conversation. So don't come across as if you're in a real hurry to get this conversation done and dusted. You don't want to be impersonal because they are very much a relationship-based type of an individual. 
and you don't want to over, overlook or ridicule their concerns or certainly minimize their concerns because they are genuinely concerned about themselves and other people and the impact that this conversation might have in terms of the outcomes on those people. So be very, very careful on how you interact with these type of people because um, you want to be able to build a trusted-based relationship with them. And when you do, when you build genuine rapport, you've got a much higher probability of getting that difficult conversation to a successful conclusion. The third type of person that you will come up against or deal with is a person who is very, very what we call analytical, highly focused on details. They would rather emphasize and focus on all the logic, all the rationale, all the logical conclusions. They're looking for evidence. They want to draw out specific concerns. They want to ask a huge amount, huge number of questions, and they want to get down and dirty in the detail. And so we have to be very, very prepared. We have to have our data really organized and in some cases have to have all of our ducks lined up. So make sure you're prepared and make sure you actually allow them to ask a lot of questions. But what they're going to be expecting as well is any conversation that we have and certainly in any information that we provide, it has to be heavily slanted towards a high level of detail. So make sure it's detail, 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 because if it's not, they're going to ask you to provide that detail. Now, if you don't have the detail available to them, then all of a sudden in their eyes, you're going to start to lose a level of credibility. And therefore, when it comes to a difficult conversation, you're probably not going to get the outcome that you're hoping for and certainly not the outcome you're looking for. So try to make sure you're heavily prepared and focused on details. When you're having this conversation, though, what, what's some of the important things to avoid is don't get emotional. Don't use emotional arguments. Don't make it about them. Don't be vague. Don't be ambiguous. And certainly don't push them hard for a conclusion or push them for an answer because what they'll do is they will literally have an amygdala hijack where their reptilian brain will go into overdrive and they'll start to push back. Now, they might even fight you. They might freeze or they might run away. Now, metaphorically, of course, although I have seen people run away from a conversation before because they didn't know how to handle it. So with these type of people, make sure that you're very, very well prepared and also make sure you're removing as much of the emotional argument as you possibly can and keep it really practical, keep it common sense based, keep it rational. And if you do that, you've got a high probability of getting the outcome you're looking for. And the final type of person you're going to be dealing with is what we call a person who is very short and sharp and to the point. They're very economical in the, in the English language, in fact, any language for that matter, and they're focused purely on the bottom line. What they're looking for is what is the specific problem we're dealing with. Give me the summary version. Don't give me the waffle. Don't give me the story. I'm not interested in the backstory. Just give me the bottom line and what are the results we're trying to look for. And so you have to be very brief and very pointed as well as being clear and specific. So no waffle, no backstory, no huge amounts of data that's associated with the, with the content. Just very short, sharp, to the point, and emphasizing what the bottom line is. Now, these type of people, because they uh, have a sense of urgency about them as well, is they're not interested necessarily in things like small talk. So if you're going to have to have a difficult conversation, don't start the conversation by trying to build relationships with them because they're not interested in that. They just want to get straight into the topic. So avoid small talk and also avoid trying to control the conversation. You've got to give them opportunity to have a, have, a, have a say. You've got to give them an opportunity to give them give you their perspective. And what we don't want to do is we don't want to challenge their position because they're the type of people that will literally put their back up and they will fight you. Now, many of the alpha types would sit in this particular category. So what they're looking for, it's not about relationships and they're not afraid to hurt people's feelings because it's not about the people for them. It's simply based on 
the bottom line result. So if you've got a difficult conversation to have with these type of people, you can uh, have a high level of confidence that you can be very, very direct with them and they will respect you for it because their focus is on the outcome, not necessarily on the person. So there's a high level overview of the four different types of people that you can potentially come up against, whether that be somebody in your team, a customer, a sales leader, a senior leader, a peer, uh, that you'll come up against and potentially have to have at some point, often when you least expect it, a difficult or a challenging conversation. So uh, do some homework, do really get prepared, think about what your frame of reference is, but also give some thought to the type of person that is in front of you right now. And your overriding thought needs to be in any conversation, before I do anything, I've got to seek to understand. If I can have a level of curiosity, and if I can understand the perspective they're showing, perspective where they're coming from, and understand what it is they're trying to achieve, then it makes it a lot easier to now frame my conversation to better suit that frame of reference that they've got and therefore increase the odds of getting that conversation happening to a point where there's a win-win outcome and we can all move forward. Now, sometimes you'll have a conversation and you'll agree to disagree and that's perfectly okay. So the key message out of today is, look, challenging conversations will be inevitable. They'll be difficult and you're not necessarily gonna win and it's not about winning. It's about getting the win-win outcome. It's about establishing and knowing what your frame of reference is, seeking to understand the other person's perspective And then leaning forward and having the conversation with a level of confidence, knowing that you can adjust your style based on the person that's in front of you to then get a great outcome. So I trust that helps. It certainly helped the guys this morning. They now have a higher level of confidence to be able to have conversations. And I think a few of them are actually having conversations this afternoon. So they're very much looking forward to that and being able to apply what they learned this morning into those conversations. So with that, again, if you'd like to work together one-on-one and if you'd like to take your leadership to the exceptional level and you're not quite sure how to do that, but you know there's another level to get to, And if you'd like some help with that, then I'd love to have a conversation with you about working together one-on-one. And we can do that as early as this week. Simply go to my calendar, leadwithdarren.com, pick a time, we'll jump on Zoom, have a conversation and get rocking and rolling and help you well on your way to being that exceptional sales leader in the next 90 days. So with that said, have a phenomenal rest of hump day, Wednesday, the 21st of July. And I very much look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.